0: This episode is brought to you by Northwind Adventures. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Say, if you ever wanted to experience the thrilling adventures of fantastic pulp fantasy stories at the tabletop, Northwind Adventures has got a role-playing game for you with Hyperborea. Based on the solid foundation of the original 1974 fantasy game, author Jeffrey Tolanian has crafted an exciting, vibrant world using the inspiration of authors like Howard Smith and Lovecraft. With paper, pencil and a handful of dice, your characters can explore the wonder, danger and thrills of a rugged world beyond the north wind. Explore dungeons, fight off monsters mundane, fantastic and alien. Discover lost civilizations, battle mighty wizards, evil cultists, vicious warlords, and more. With 26 classes to choose from, your characters can quickly find fortune and glory on the road to high adventure. All in the land of Hyperborea. From Northwind Adventures, you'll find it at hyperborea.tv. bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard. The OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day out. Let's talk names for a minute. I've talked about this before, but it's just been on my mind. I, I try to go out of my way to make my characters and NPCs give them... I shouldn't say the original names, I guess, but appropriate names. And I know this is probably one of the main things that Game Masters struggle with, which I find ironic because it's like, I'm not saying it's the easiest thing to do, but I mean, it's, you know, the most obvious thing to do. Uh, And I don't know why something so obvious has to be so hard. I mean, yes, you want to come up with the best get name for your character or your NPC. But at the same time, you know, it's hard to get off of, you know, Bob or Joe or Bert or whatever. And I do try and take extra time with this if I have to. I usually don't have to. I put a couple of lists out on the Internet of, I put 101 names out there that I came up with off the top of my head and 101 names, number two, volume two. And I I I just racked my brain over those and I came up with 202 names. I did the second volume mainly because I looked at the first volume and go, oh, there's hardly any women's names in here. So I So what I did was every third name was a woman's name on the second volume. So you'd have, you know, I didn't want to, you know, yeah, I want, I want to be fair about it, but I always look towards, when I think of names, I look towards Dickens. Dickens would come up with some of the best names out there. You know, it, it's just, he he did, he did. And they're very, and they, they just come up with, you know, they they, they conjure ideas in your head. You know, stuff like Nicholas Nickleby or Wackford Squares or Ebenezer Scrooge, for that matter. You know, uh, Bob Cratchit. You just, the, even, even if you didn't know any of the characters, the name would just get you. Uh, Vincent Crummles and Mrs. Crummles. Here, I just wrote down, I was just looking at uh, Great Expectations. I've got a copy of the David Lean film, and I was just looking at the, the names here, Herbert Pocket as his best friend, this uncle of his, uh, Uncle Bumblechuck, Magwitch the the convict, Jaggers the lawyer and his his Clark Wemmick, Joe Gargery, and Mrs. Joe, who took care of Pip, another good name, Pip, Philip Pirip, so they call him Pip. And it just, these names just, they're so much, they're full of so much character. This is why there are, are baby books out there you use or name books. There's like at least two name books I can think of that are out there. Plus, like apps on phones and computers for names. You know, and sometimes you just, you're, you're stuck with it. You just, you can't think of this guy's name. I've come up with a few good names in my time. You know, and even I, you know, I always seem to come up with really good ones, but I struggle with it just like everybody else. So, you know, you should, I think it's a good idea to get some of these lists. You can get them off the Internet easily, or if you have something like that, but they're really, really random. Now, what you should do to think about the list, about the names rather, is you should think about what this character does. If it's a baker, you can always call him Mr. Baker, I guess. You know, but you can come up with something like, uh, I don't know, Arnold Spring Loaf or something like that. Think about their occupation. Think about what they look like. That's a good clue. I like to use Rory Story Cubes of this, too. If I roll, I take three of them, I roll up uh, a cloud, a clock, and a, a lightning bolt, you know. There is Stan Lightning or or Mary Cloudy McRae, something like that, you know, once you start thinking like Dickens, I'm going to say thinking like Dickens. Yeah, okay. Thinking like Dickens, the names start coming, you know, easier, easier, because a lot of these names in history are based on, on what they did. The last name Cooper, was mainly the guy who was the Cooper in town, the guy who made the wheels, you know, the wagon wheels, things like that. He was a Cooper, so they called him Mr. Cooper. He, you know, that that's how these names happen. The name Baker, same thing. You know, there you go. So just, you know, you, you try and I know it's, you know, if you're, you're stuck with it, if you're in the middle of a game, you're stuck with the name. That's why people have lists of names there they can look at. And you know what I do is I just cross it off. And I know I come up with some outrageous names, but I try to make them fit. You know, mostly my outrageous names when I use them are for my player characters. When I'm playing, a, when I'm playing, when I'm when I'm GMing, um, I give them a little more thought. But th- it is fun to use lists of names like that. So those are the kind of things you think of when you come up with names for characters or NPCs. Well, I'm going to go start my day. So if you want to talk about this, and I'd love to talk about this, or anything else, oldmangrognard@gmail.com or drop a voicemail at Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Also, there's single donation options on my Kofi page, ko-fi.com slash old man grognar. Thank you very much. I'd like to thank these people: Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan, Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you guys for giving to the show every month. If you want to hear a good, another good podcast, there are Dan Gregg, the Young Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast. There is also Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Owl Bear Podcast, Kevin at The Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton at The Bandit's Key Podcast, Randy and Joe at The Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen enlarges The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tankard's Tavern Chat. So, till I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.